the Real Estate You podcast with Letty Ann. Welcome back to Real Estate You with Letty Ann, season five. And this season, we are in the kitchen. Welcome back to my kitchen. And I'd like to welcome Michael Fry with Brown Button Estate Sales. He's going to talk to us today about estate sales, the importance of them, and who might be a good candidate for an estate sale. Yeah. Thanks for having me out today. I really appreciate it. So nice to meet you. Uh, to meet we've you. connected before, and right. I love part of the, the podcast that I love is so many persons I've never met actually in person, uh, I'm, I'm able to meet right here. So thanks for yeah. being here today. Very fun. Thanks so much. I'm glad to be in your kitchen today. Awesome. So we're going to be searing some scallops shortly. However, I want to talk to Michael about why did you start an estate sale business? You know, that's a great question. I, I went to a really bad estate sale. Um, and you know, this is for people who have major needs. Maybe they've lost a family member. Maybe they're downsizing and they need someone to really come in and take care of them in this vulnerable situation. And I went to a state and it was just, it was dirty. It was a garage sale inside a house and there was no dignity for the family. And having a background in business, my brother and I saw an opportunity to do something different, to serve people well, to bring best business practices and elevate it from a garage sale in a house to a, to a boutique sale. That's so awesome. Is your brother the co-founder, co-owner as well? He, he is. What's That's his right. name? James and his wife, Rochelle. Oh, wonderful. So shout out to them. Interesting that you say you started the business because you had a poor experience. That's right. Because a lot of persons who get real estate license... I will say they'll come to my office and talk about if we're a good fit for them. And I'll say, why did you get a license? And they said, you know what? When I bought my first home, I had the worst experience and I know I can do better. And they're they're like, I'm going to take this back. I'm going to make it better. I love that. Serve people well in the process. The funny thing about estate sales, unlike real estate agents, is that um, there's no licensing and regulation. So in, in your industry, there's a state exam, you're overseen by a broker, the broker's overseen by the state, so there is some oversight. Mm-hmm. In our industry, there's none. And so people have a lot of bad experiences with shoddy estate sale companies, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. So I often say who you hire matters. Uh, in our case with real estate, it's with your biggest asset. But in talking to you, aren't some of their biggest assets, whether they're emotional assets right. or, or financially, yeah. th- they're in their home as well. And don't you think that they would want someone who's going to really have their back and really care about their, their items? Absolutely. The families we work with, it's a lifetime of items. Their kids often grew up in the house and there's all these memories attached to their things and, and having them handle the dignity is very, very important. Who's the best candidate for an estate sale? You know, most people think that, that you have to have someone passed in your family to do an estate passed, sale. Passed, like passed away. Passed away, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, most of our sales are, are actually downsizing, where people, the kids are grown and gone, they're empty nesters, they're going for smaller square footage, and they need someone to handle their lifetime of accumulation. And, you know, they, they walk out of their house, we do the estate sale, we make it easy for the realtor to list and sell, and then um, they get a big check and they're on to their next adventure. And that's really what we're all about. I love that. So I'm finding, you know, when I left my home and all of that, I did take a lot of the sentimental items that were offered to me by my, you know, either they were my grandmothers, my great grandmothers, things like that. I'm seeing though, when now I'm as a grown adult, 
uh, going into people's homes and I'll say, oh, you know, do your children live nearby or this or that? They're like, we've already asked all of our kids. Yeah. We've already asked all of our grandkids. They don't want anything. They don't. The Why? kids don't want it. That's Why? Just, you know, it's, it's a different generation that has different values. And so things like the formal dining room and the silver plate and the china, people want to have those connections but don't want to do it in such a formal way. And so we're seeing the market demographic shift and... Mm-hmm. Um, Kids don't want it. But also, too, are you noticing the the price of antiques is almost... It is. Like, it is. Mm. It is dropping considerably. Um, but things like mid-century furnitures is really hot. I mean, people yeah. are still looking for those unique and unusual items for their home. They don't want the cookie cutter pieces that everyone has. So that's what's trending. Some mid-century pieces and whatnot. Mid-century has for a while, and then just sort of eclectic pieces that you know, again, a, a mix and match where everything's not just perfectly matched across the whole house. So. Who's scooping those up? Millennials. Uh, yeah, that's a great question. That's okay. I, I mean, probably, I, I didn't know if you saw like an influx of millennials that like to repurpose things or... Um... There's certainly some of that. There's, there's a whole generation of people that really care about the earth. And when you think about shopping an estate sale, you're shopping an environment that is, is reusing, is recycling, is repurposing, and, um, you know, not, not brand new with a bigger carbon footprint. Isn't it interesting how things change and, uh, you know, generation goes by and it's a little bit different... Yeah. And my husband and I even have this conversation. We might see something on TV and go, oh, my oh my word, you know, what's going on with that? And he's like, Letty Ann, there's someone like that in every generation. Yeah. There was an Elvis. There was a, oh, don't look at his hips. There was, oh, you know what I mean? So um, um, you just roll with it and yeah. we just do the best we can. That's right. And I'm going to make you the best scallops I I'm can. I'm looking forward to okay. it. Let's do it. I'm going to step back here and we're going to get started on these seared scallops. <clears throat> Now, where where did you learn your cooking from? Is this a, a family thing, or it is a family thing? Okay. And I, you said you do not have a copy of my book, so you're going to get one before you leave today, Michael. Sounds like fun. But talking about my book, uh, <clears throat> the scallops are not in the book. However, if you uh, like what you're seeing and like the recipes from season five, please visit our website, lettyann.com forward slash season five recipes. And you'll be able to get this seared scallop recipe. This is actually from Epicurious.com, uh, but you can find it at LettyM.com Season 5 recipe, Recipes. Uh, if you're interested in a copy of my book, Homes That Cook, please go to Amazon.com and search Homes That Cook. So, uh, and Michael, we'll have, we have a book for you signed and ready to go. Thank you. <clears throat> And in there, you'll learn that it was definitely my family. Okay. Um, and one of our producers, Andy, had a genius idea for our podcast. Uh, he knows that I love to cook, and food is the heart of the home. It is. And I'm a real estate professional. He thought this would really all go well together, and we, we think it's going well, and we know it's going well, and we appreciate you watching. So I've got three tablespoons of butter. These are really quick and easy. Uh, and you've, you have four kids. I do. I have four kids. And do- everything you're saying about the, the kitchen being the heart of the home, my wife and I moved in the last year, and that's what sold our home. You know, that we walked in, and she said, look at this kitchen, big family meals, this is it. I love so. it. I love it. So important. Good. So I've got one tablespoon of olive oil, three tablespoons butter, and I'm just going to heat that up. I've got about one, two cloves of garlic minced, and we don't want to leave any there, so I'll put those in there. 
get that going. Now, uh, as, as this heats up, I'm going to ask you about the real estate market. I've, I've heard it's been kind of crazy. Um, you know, it too, as life and does, goes in cycles. Yeah. So uh, at present, we are at historically low interest rates, yeah. uh, as well as historically low inventory rates. Uh, so yeah. right now, it's a potent combination. It's a potent, com you know, but everybody wins yeah. because the buyer may be paying a little bit more for a house, but their interest rate is so low, it's making up the difference. It's making it affordable. Exactly. Yeah. And we've talked about hiring uh, a professional. Uh, to assist you with the sale or the purchase of your biggest asset is key. Yeah. Uh, if, if the agent you hire doesn't know the market or doesn't understand the lack of inventory or the strategy that one needs to uh, get the offer done and completed, so you're not writing offer after offer on houses, um, I always encourage people to interview at least two, if not three, real estate professionals. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really key. Yeah, what we're finding is... is some of our clients, typically high net worth individuals, they're seeing that they can get maximum dollar out of their home, and that's actually precipitating a number of our clients downsizing is because the market's so high right now. Right. Now, pricing is key, though, Michael. Uh, if someone says, hey, you know, sales prices are really going up. My neighbor got this for their house. I'm going to price mine at this amount. Yeah. That's not the way to go. They're, you know. Pricing, my strategy is price your property spot on with regard yeah. to the comps at that time, yeah. if not a hair under. Okay. And let generates the generates the interest. And generates the interest. So buyers are so savvy these days that if 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 you say, well, my neighbor got $30,000 more than their list price, I'm going to start out at that amount. Right. They're never going to get it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. and if you don't understand what I'm saying, please feel free to free to reach out to me. In fact, if you have any questions about our podcast, real estate, or maybe estate sale questions, please send us an email at real estate you you like university real estate you with Letty Ann at lettyann.com. We'll be happy to answer your questions. If there's any questions for Michael, I'll get those questions to him, and he'll get back with you as well. Or you could go to brownbutton.com. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Your website. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Interesting parallels between uh, the real estate market and some of the things that we do. Um, occasionally, we find really exceptional pieces in people's homes, uh, original art or sculpture, and cool. rather than run them in the home at the estate sale, they actually go to online auction. And that's our sister company, circleauction.co. And we do the same thing. The pieces start low, generates the interest, and they bid up in the same way that real estate does. And that's an online platform? It's all online. Is it yeah. national? It's, it's both national and international. We've, we've had bidders in uh, 47 states and 45 countries. We ship all over the world. That's, what is the, well, let me, let me ask you this. What is the most unique piece you've ever come across in one of your estate sales? You know, that's a, that's a good question. We, I mean, anything and everything that you find in a residential home, we found. So one of the crazier ones, not very valuable, was a slice of wedding cake from 1865. What? So it was a little charcoal brick, and it had a little hand screw scribbled nose. Was it in the freezer? Uh, it was not, it was not in the freezer. It was in an old trunk. 
Um, you know, I and don't know how wrong. their cooking compares to yours because we, we didn't try it. So Of course not. Uh, yeah. But in a trunk. In a so trunk. was it in its form? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it That's wild. It didn't look very appealing. Did uh, you see, ever see the Seinfeld episode that someone ate the cake in the free? It was like JFK's cake yeah. or something. <laughs> Did anyone see that? Anyone? Anyone? I'm a Seinfeld fan. Yeah, yeah, me too. Do you remember when uh, she's like, oh, look at this cake. And she yeah, ate yeah, it. Yeah. And then there was like... Some king's cake from his wedding. Right. Destroyed all the value. Yeah. Uh, but also, when I say the most interesting thing, like the most interesting thing to you might not be the most interesting thing to right. me. Everyone's so. interest is a little different. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mastodon bone. We've handled that. What's that? Uh, it's, it's like a femur from a, you know. Dinosaur? Uh, sort of. Mammoth? Uh, yes. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, you know. What did someone have that for? That's a great question. I don't know. They're not as valuable as you might think, oddly enough. I, so what about the most expensive piece that maybe you've sold or your yes. company has sold? We handled an original Burger Sanzane oil painting. And, and Burger Sanzane grew up in Linwood, Kansas, uh, so not terribly far away. Um, so it was an oil painting of um, landscape in Utah, and it sold for 120000 Wow. That, that sold through Circle Auction. Okay. Yeah. What about something small but mighty? Maybe not a oil painting, but jewelry always has strong resale. Really? So uh, we sold a couple of diamond that rings. That surprises me. Because, range. Because diamond rings, you know, your diamond loses its value, kind of like a BMW as soon as you drive it That's up right. the lot. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, but we do have a certified gemologist on our staff, and so she cool. looks at cut clarity and all that sort of thing. So I love it. We're gonna just let that sear up just a bit more. <clears throat> Just want to remind you, if you like what you're seeing here with the recipes, please visit LettyAnn.com Season 5 Recipes and download all of these recipes for free right to your computer. So we're going to get... These are smelling good. Oh, thank you. So right now, Michael, I'm just going to add uh, half a cup of dry white wine and let that keep going. And a little bit of lemon juice, fresh lemon juice. So you grew up cooking at home then? Right. Uh, my Aunt Letty, who I'm named after, my dad's sister, uh, she was an angel on earth. Uh, my mother was a great cook. My grandparents, my, my great aunts, my uncles. Uh, there were two kitchens in my family's home. Okay. Uh, my my, my great-grandparents. They took my, it seriously. My great-grandparents, uh, they had an outdoor bread oven. This was, of course, oh, in the wow. early 1900s. Uh, we recently sold our 100-year-old house that our whole family, I didn't live there, but my great-grandparent, my great-grandfather built. Uh, that was amazing. 99 years old. I hated, to, I hated selling it, but, yeah. um, you know. With their bread oven, they were hipster before that was cool. That's uh, That was the only way to do it because yeah. there was no kitchen, I would imagine, at that time. Like right. They were maybe building the house. So um, great questions. I appreciate that. I'm going to get some of these plated up. So you actually have a couple of estate sales going on right now during this podcast. We do. We, we often run in higher-end neighborhoods in Kansas City. So we're in South Leewood today. We're also out in Mission Hills. And we pretty much run estate sales every single week. Our goal with our clients is just to make their moves simpler. Moving's a big hassle. Mm, you know, leaving, very stressful. Leaving a home after 20 or 30 years. Um, so our goal is to make it very simple. Our clients take with them the items that they love and they just get to walk away from everything else 
we get that house clean and empty in a matter of weeks so that the realtor can take over and get it listed and get it sold. That was my next question to you. So you continue with uh, the process. Do you literally tell the folks, um, we'll, whatever doesn't sell, we'll remove for you, we'll have the house clean, Absolutely. and then it's, it's yours again to sell or stage right. or what have you? Just continuing with preventing as much as possible from going to a landfill. We work with local oh. charities. Oh, good. So after the sale's over, the charities come in, uh, they pick up everything. All, the client gets all the benefit for tax purposes. And then um, the house is left completely empty and ready, ready to be sold, ready for that new buyer to move in. Do, does anyone ever hire you that's not selling their house? It, it happens occasionally. Okay. It, it does. Not too often. Most of the time the house is being sold. But occasionally people just want to go in a very different direction sometimes, maybe from a more traditional decor to, to modern. And so they'll bring us in. But the clients do have to be out of the house during that process. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Cause do they just get on your nerves so much that you, they have to get out? You know, our job is to turn the house. People into are like, don't, don't touch that. Right. Like right. my producers are in my home. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Hands up. <laughs> uh, we turn the house into a store and it's just, Store is not a great environment yeah. to live in for two weeks. It's the same way when you're having an open house. The sellers yeah. are like, can I be here? Yeah, not no. a good idea. It's just not, not a, a good idea. idea. Yeah, let the professional do their job. And then you can come back. And then you come back. And if you come back, you might have some scallops. I'm, I'm Let's give it a try. Good, good. This is just a nice, light little treat. They smell amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Happy to do it. All right. Let's give Thank it a you. go, Michael. Michael Fry with Brown Button Estate Sales, everyone. Brownbutton.com. If you'd like to visit mm. his website, we'll keep ooming and umming if you'd mm. like. No, they're good. Yeah. They're really good. Mm. Mm. I'm supposed to take smaller bites. <clears throat> oh, that's delicious. Almost impossible to do that. Thank you. And estate sales aren't, I mean, you know, we obviously serve the clients who, who need the service, but people who. Um, just want to find that treasure that's unique and unusual. I mean, we have thousands of shoppers attend our sales every week. So. I was going to say on the flip side of it, the buyers who are coming, mm -hmm. you must have a following. Absolutely. It's almost like um, you probably see the, some of the same buyers even. And, and, and then it, what's, we have just a few minutes left, but, uh, and I'm not a state sales savvy by any means. Um, I, I've been to a couple and I've, I've recommended you and some other companies yeah. uh, for sellers that, that might be a good fit. But isn't there like the first day something happens, like, you know, people are actually lined up. Oh, absolutely. Like waiting. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like Black Friday. Yeah. Every single week. They're, grown adults run into the house. Yeah, I went to go check on one of my sellers, like going, oh, I think the state sale starts today, but I'm headed to work. It's like seven o'clock. And yeah. There were cars everywhere, people in the street, and I'm like, I, I don't even think it starts till nine o'clock. Yeah, our sales have luxury brands at a at an affordable price, mm -hmm. and often they're like new, and so for people who care about those brands and want quality and and want to get it at a better and price, and unique finds, and unique pieces as well, super That's exactly unique pieces. Right. Yeah. But isn't there like the last day? Is that do you have a special like? Some kind of special that day? Yeah, we have three days to get that house empty. And so okay. first day is full price. We always sell the most. But by the end of the sale, it is half off. And so that's a great day for those bargain hunters to come in and pick up the pieces that remain. I love it. Very cool. Yeah. So glad you're here. I want to thank you for tuning in today. I want to thank my guest, Michael Fry, Brown Button Estate Sales, brownbutton.com. And if you have any questions for me or any one of us here on our podcast or one of our guests, 
please, please email us at realestateyouwithlettyann at lettyann.com. Remember the recipes, lettyann.com forward slash season five recipes. Um, and let's just keep going here. This Thank you so much. Really good. Thanks for having me today. Bye. The Real Estate You Podcast with Letty Ann.